Segabit Swinging Report Show Edition 21 Eurolema. Today, I, you're joined by myself, Aki, and my colleagues, Shiggs. Hey, the podcast is old enough to get drunk now. <laughs> <laughs> and and my dear, uh, dear Mexican friend, George. Hello. So, guys, um, I suppose we'll, we'll discuss what we've been up to. Um, I'll start with myself, if you don't mind. Uh, so, obviously, everyone on the forum has probably seen that I've been, I went to Eurogamer about two weeks ago. So, I'll be discussing on that. I've got quite a lot of good impressions from uh, Sega's booth. Um, at the same time, uh, outside of that, I've just been replaying Uncharted 2 again and The Blob 2 as well. So it's been a bit, a bit of a sequel ride for me. And, oh yeah, George, you've started watching Doctor Who, haven't you? Yeah, I have started watching Doctor Who, actually. It just came to a conclusion. It was a fantastic conclusion. Got to admit. But, uh, well, that's it... pretty much it. Yeah? Shigs? I think Shigs is dead. Anyway, go on. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, yeah, it was a very good conclusion. Although the Series, series 6 did have its a bit of a lows. Especially if there was one with the pirates. It was a very bad episode. I, I don't know how. I, I'm not even that far. I'm like the fourth episode in the first series. But the first episode, I think, was bad impressions. I think the bad guys for the first sh- episode were a little cheesy. Like the plastic people. Yeah, they're from the 70s. Yeah, and I was like, it's pretty cheesy. Like, I don't think I'm going to like the show. And then when I saw the second episode when they went four, five billion years in the future, yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, the, the end of the world. That, yeah. was, that was pretty good. The The series, because they keep changing scriptwriters every episode or every two episodes, it's like you're, you could get a very good episode one time and then get a very bad episode the next time. That's very true. Yeah, they should uh, have more consistent, like more consistent writers. Yeah, that are good. I I felt so far out of the new series of Doctor Who, the best was probably for me so far series five, which had the eleventh Doctor. Well, you're, you're right. Now. You're right now on the boldly one, the ninth one. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that wraps up for me. What about you, Shiggs? What have you been up to? Uh, not too much. I've been playing different types of uh games uh, i got spider-man in the mail yesterday the new edge of uh, time that one's pretty good it's more story driven than the uh, previous spider-man you only got two spider-mans this time instead of four uh the head writer of it is peter david who's very experienced with the comics and writing sci-fi and that st- stuff so, so that came out pretty good okay, On, uh, how would you, i was gonna say uh, ha- you, have you completed spider-man yet uh no i just started playing it yesterday I was going to ask because, you know, right now, currently, Spider-Man has been suffering really bad plot lines. How are you finding the plot? Is it stupid? All right? No, it's it's pretty good. Um, what happens is uh, the main villain from 2099, uh, who is a scientist, creates a, uh, a quantum thing where he's able to travel into the past. So he brings all of his uh, techno- technology to make his corporation more powerful in the past, but it's screwing up the future, so... Uh, but at the same time, uh, Spider-Man tr- 2099 tries to stop him, but uh, he's checking out what Amazing Spider-Man in the current and the present day is doing. And uh, Amazing Spider-Man's killed by the Anti-Venom, which is uh, wow. what Eddie Brock is right now. 
Oh yeah, no, I'm not. I've been following Eddie Brock. So wait, that's terrible. Is to be it? honest, I don't like time traveling stories. Yeah. Well, this one it's kind of it's kind of both of them are are in the past and the present at the same time, so they're so, communicating all, with each other somehow. Are they all are they all Peter Parker or are they like different uh, different? Oh no, the uh, the one in the future is Miguel O'Hara. He's a he's oh. a totally Spider-Man. In okay. fact, in the comics, uh, Ultimate Spider-Man is uh, not Peter Parker anymore. He Peter Parker got killed in Ultimate Spider-Man. It's yeah, a, uh, I, I heard that. I am devastated. I hate Marvel. It's uh, okay. yeah, it's a kid who's uh, half Hispanic, half uh, black, and yeah. his powers are a little different. He can like turn invisible and stuff. Half anyway, Hispanic uh, and half black. Yeah, sounds like the worst Spider-Man ever. No, no, no. When do spiders turn invisible? I don't know. That's what that's what I don't get. Why is he able, he's able to turn invisible for some reason? Why, no, he's why? got camouflage. He he's got some he kind of camouflage be... power, like a chameleon. Yeah, I was gonna say he should be like the new chameleon, not the new Spider-Man. What's up with that? <laughs> I don't know. So, anyway, uh, on, on the um, DS, I've been playing uh, Kirby's Mass Attack. That's the mm-hmm. brand new one. That one is awesome. It's really good. A lot of fun. I've also been playing. Uh, somebody recommended me the Japanese RPG Sola Torobo, which is basically a sounds Japanese like a fucking, RPG. Sounds like a 70s dance craze. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically a mech RPG that's uh, got a lot of furries in it. <laughs> that's basically the way I could describe it. I'm sure a lot of our listeners would love that. Oh my god, Shady would freak for this game, I'm telling you. Oh, uh oh. It would be. It's so, no, it's so freaking perfect. We keep interrupting each other. Okay, mm-hmm. go ahead. As I say, we need to change subjects. If our furry view count is going to dramatically increase right now, fix. Well, uh, they, well, you can recommend buying this game for them because uh, <laughs> it makes Star Fox look like Gears of War. <laughs> <laughs> wow, there's a lot of buttons That's... popping right now. <laughs> Anyway, um, what's the game called again? Uh, Sola to Robo. Or you guys Red that. Hunt, Go Google Red it. Red the Hunter. Go Google yeah. it. Buy the, the game. Envir- environments are really cool. It reminds me of uh, a lot of um, Skies of Arcadia because it's all floating islands and everything. And the graphics are amazing on it. For a DS game, it's incredible. Oh, that's, that's, at least that's good to hear. It's got good gameplay. Um, you finished with your uh, discussion of your what you've been up to, Shiggs? Yeah. So now we'll move on to George. How have you been, my sick friend? Uh, I'm sick. A little sick. I have the cold. Um, I've been uh, playing a lot of games. It's been like three weeks, obviously. Uh, I finished uh, Killzone 3, which I borrowed from a friend. He actually has my uh, Uncharted 2, that's why. I went over there and asked for Uncharted 2 because I wanted to finish off the trophies before 3 came out. And he's like, oh, just borrow Killzone 3. And I was like, all right, I guess. And I borrowed (laughs) it. I beat it. It was pretty short. Multiplayer has one of the worst endings of all time, I guess, according to uh, the internet. I kind of agree, though, because it's kind of stupid. In the end, I don't want to plot spoil anything, but there's a ship that you're going after. And then you're like, throw the nukes. And you nuke it. And then they're like, oh my god, everybody's dead in the in the ship. And I'm like, no shit, you guys just nuked it. Like, what do you expect <laughs> to happen? 
Oh, which game storylines? It's, it's like okay, yeah, you guys just killed everybody in the ship because you guys nuked the ship. But uh, <laughs> besides the cheesy points, I think that game is a lot better than Part Two. It's like everything Part Two probably should have been. Um, uh, I've been playing a lot of betas too, I guess. Uh, I played the Assassin's Creed beta a while back. Then I played the Battlefield Three beta, which I don't recommend. Sorry. Yeah, you know what? Battle Three, Battlefield Three is very disappointing. I was, I was shocked. No, like I'm playing it and like, okay, first of all, I, right away what I notice is you can't just run and kill people. Okay, I noticed that right away, the first kill. I was like, all right, then. I noticed people were walking really slow, and I was like, all right, then here we go. And I started doing it, and I started killing people, and it was going all right. But then I ran, in, I ran into glitches. Like if I was crawling, I would go through the floor. And I'm like, really? A game that you're supposed to go slow? I can't even do that anymore? Like, can't even crawl, right? Yeah, there should not be these kind of glitches this close to launch. Yeah, I've, I've, I, um, Ricky, one of our members, posted a video showing 99 glitches found out. And it's like deformed character models, very bad clipping, just falling randomly through the floor, all that. It's like, I mean, I know it's a beta, but is it really meant to be in that much of a bad competition? Yeah, I mean, uh, what's sad is also the graphics are a bit of a letdown because uh, back in uh, March or February there was ads for this game where they're showing the graphics and they look just like CG. But apparently that's the uh, PC version of the game, and the PS3 and uh, 360 ones are much more watered down. Much more. Yeah. But uh, I, yeah, I was kind of disappointed, and I got the Uncharted. 3 beta for uh, Subway. They're doing a promotion in America. Yeah, I got where, that. Yeah, I didn't get the code from Subway, but apparently it has unlimited shares. And one of uh, the editor for our website, Nathan, which probably nobody knows because he doesn't post, <laughs> he has an account, and he just told me to sign in his account and get the beta. So that's why I got it. But, yeah, I've been playing that. That's pretty good. I'm just hoping that they uh, they use your, uh, your levels or whatever from the from the subway demo into the actual game. That'd be pretty cool. I think they do. I mean, Gears of War 3 allowed your stuff from the beta to be pushed your, to be pushed up into your new guy in Gears of War 3. Also in Gears of War 2, uh, the uh, collector's edition or whatever, gave you bonuses for Gears of War 3. Well, I hope uh-huh. they do, because if they don't, that's going to be kind of wasting my time to play. Because I'm going to have to play it all over again from level 1. Okay. And then after that, uh, nothing. Just trying to organize this podcast like two weeks. Oh yes, in the space of trying to organize it, uh, we've TGS has happened, your gamer has happened, and a bunch of games have been announced. All of the trailers released. Yep. We were supposed to do it last week, but I accidentally forgot my microphone at the house yeah. when I was supposed to. Bad recording. George. Bad George. <laughs> it was my fault. I was going to drive all the way back, but then I was like, nah, I'm good. Should we uh, move on? Yeah, we should move on to uh, mm-hmm. Eurogamer. Yep. Uh, More so like Eurolamer. Well, <laughs> I only called it that because Aki's there, obviously. Oh, shut up, George! Sorry. Anyway. <clears throat> uh, so I'm going to be talking about the games I've played. Uh, should, should, we, should I talk about Sega first, or should I? I'll, I'll talk about it. All the games. So, um, the f- uh, I'll talk about first the non-Sega games. Anyway, I managed to get play through Ninja Gaiden uh, three. I'm sure that was which, a fabulous second playthrough. 
well, you know, I'm not a big Ninja Gaiden fan, but even I could tell where is the difficulty gone. It th- there really was no difficulty in it. I I didn't get hit that much. It felt like a walk in the park. And there was there was one part. There are times they do that though for a uh, a demo. That's what I was saying. For a demo, yeah, they they want it to make it easier for you to get through so you can see everything. That happens quite a bit. Yeah, because they have a line. They don't want people to be waiting for a guy to beat a demo that's taking them like two hours. But I mean, I can understand that. But it's like I hardly got hit at all. Not really a good indication what to expect. I'm not sure if Ninja Gaiden two and one had it. I'd imagine since Itagaki was so focused on difficulty and challenge it probably would have but i didn't, didn't particularly think it ninja gaiden fans would be that interested in it one part that cracked me up was um basically uh it it, it turns into like a cutscene, and all you can do with ryu is just uh ryu is moving forward and there's this guy uh military guy is begging you not to kill him and all that and you're just slowly walking f- towards him you can't do anything else and he's like Begging, don't kill me, please, don't kill me. At the end, you you, you just kill him. And I mean, <laughs> this is probably what this is probably the emotional thing that the developers were talking about. But I really don't see what's so emotional about that. Yeah, I don't get it either. I guess it's supposed to be like, oh, don't kill this guy. I feel bad for him because he's begging me. Yeah, I, suppose, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> yeah. Um, another major game I played was Kid Icarus on the 3DS. Um. The 3D is is quite good in that game, but I don't think it's a good idea for on-rail shooters because, well, I'll explain this. When I, when I was playing it, it's like everything was coming towards me, but I was not paying attention to where Pit was, or Kid, whatever his name is. So it's like I, he was getting hit repeatedly because my eyes couldn't adjust to the fact that I'm meant to be you know, controlling that character, not that it's coming towards the screen to hit, hurt me, if you can understand what I'm saying. Yeah, because yeah, you're you're concentrating on the beautiful HD, gra- well, not HD, but 3D graphics and the st- things coming at you. You're not even looking at where your little guy is. Yeah, exactly. It's a, that, it's, a dis- it's a distraction, basically. Yeah, it's a distraction. I didn't think it, it works for uh, Kid Icarus. I also happened to play uh, Super Mario Land, which is quite good. Literally, it's 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 of the same quality of the Galaxy games, only on a handheld. Uh, another one I was impressed by was I didn't actually think the 3D was going to affect it so much, but Zelda Ocarina of Time has got really good 3D for an old game. Quite surprised how well it came out. Yeah, Star Fox too. Uh, Star Fox, I didn't get to play that. Um, I also played the Vita, which you know would make George envious. I have Ooh. a boner right now just hearing the name. Just a horrible uh, name. I just love it so much. <laughs> uh, yeah, I played Uncharted: Golden Abyss. Uh, quite good. Had the the touchscreen controls work for moving Nathan Drake around, climbing, or climbing the various infrastructures in this in the level. Uh, it does very much feel like Uncharted in the palm of your hands. The part I hated the most, which I think is optional, you can change it to normal controls was you'd have to, it's like when you get the sniper rifle, you like have to, you know how you make something bigger on iPhone? That That's... Uh, the touch you know, a pinch zoom? Yeah, the zoom. That's how you zoom in and out. And at the same time, you have to tilt the 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 console to aim. So it's like, 
that was very bad. I didn't really like that. It didn't help that it took me like six or seven seconds just to aim at the guy, and then he just does a headshot and kills me straight away. Yeah, that's true. Um, people said that the Vita's uh, screen looks better than the iPhone 4. True? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I could like, definitely see that. I mean, the the screen was quite clear and didn't distract me. I generally, I had a very good experience with the PlayStation Vita. Not 100% sure if I'm going to buy it since I'm not really a handheld gamer. But how, does it, a uh, how does it feel in the hands? Like, ergonomically, how does it feel? Uh, it it feels light enough that it won't really... It's not like... I mean, I'm trying to think compare it to a weight, but now it's sort of a bit fuzzy. It, it didn't feel too heavy or it was going to drag you down or anything. Do the joysticks kind of stick out or is it more like the uh, 3DS slider nub? Uh, they, they sort of stick out, yeah. Alright. Mm. Oh, that's it. Oh, uh, oh. Did they have it? Did they have it in other colors instead of, instead of black or just black? No, Sony were very discriminative against white consoles. I, I kind of wanted like a funky color, like orange or something. Uh, no, I tell you though, it was so terrible. Like Sony had a bunch of screens around advertising Vita games, and they were advertising a bowling game, a snooker game, reality fights, a bunch of terrible games. The only good game they actually showed was Uncharted and Little Big Planet. Otherwise, everything else looked like shovelware. What about gra- the Gravity and all the other, cra- the other games? No, they didn't have Gravity Days, or they they didn't... The I'm trying to think of... Nope. They, half the good games that have been announced, they didn't even show. Hmm. I'd say 70% of the good games they didn't announce. They, they're not really marketing it well. Uh, well, if those ads are anything to go by. All right. Um, uh, all right, just to quickly tie up, I'm going to talk about the Sega game since I'm sure that's what most people are interested in. And by the time this is up, my <coughs> hopefully my binary domain uh, impressions go up. Yep. Sega. Uh, uh, since uh, since I've written about Sonic Generations, uh, I, d- I don't really need to go over that. Um, so I'll just be talking about binary domain here. Uh, I'll have to admit that after playing binary domain, which uh, happened also to be the first game I played because I made a mad dash to it before anyone decided to start playing it. It's now probably become my most anticipated game that I have current uh, on my list. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll say one part that really did grab me was, you know, the spider boss? Yeah. Okay, now if you blow away all of its legs except one, what it does, he... He positions himself upright and he not, and he starts jump jump uh, hopping around the arena. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but it's also it makes the boss fight really really difficult. It's like you can't lock on to him. It's, it it makes it unbelievably hard that you because he's got his weakness is the core underneath him. So it's probably best if I just left him with the, glo- two legs. the glowy bit. <laughs> the glowy bit, yes. All all machines decide. All machines have a weak, glowy bit. But, yeah, yeah, it was a fantastic game. The voice acting has changed as well from the initial trailer. They, they've got much better voice actors this time around. Uh, one thing I did kind of enjoy was the, the consequence system because, I mean, play good, 
everyone starts to believe in you more. Didn't didn't really feel it playing the game, you know, because I, I didn't order them around much except for giving me a health packs or covering me during the boss fights and other moments. Um, sensitivity was a slight issue, but uh, if I recall correctly, you can adjust that. There was four difficulty modes: easy, normal, hard, and no mercy. Uh, unfortunately, I like no the mercy. Sound of that. Yeah, no mercy. No mercy was unlocked, but I, I will say um, I'm, I'm sure you've seen plenty of videos that make the game look easy, but actually playing through it, it's not as easy as it looks. Uh, one thing definitely I should know <coughs> is if you, poor George, that was you, me actually. That was shit. That was me. That was me. Oh, poor shakes. Uh, <laughs> Uh, if you don't want to play with cover, that's fine. I found that you, he, the main character could take a lot of shots to the chest. I'm sure that for the best scores and everything, you need to use cover. But for the most part, I did go a bit gung-ho and found myself still alive at the end of it. So, a lot of people have been saying that it's way too much like Vanquish. Do you think it's still much like Vanquish, or is it just bullshit? That no, I'll I'll have to say whoever's been saying it's way too much like Vanquish hasn't hasn't even been playing paying attention to the game. It's yeah, I I played like, it before too, and it's it's nowhere near like Vanquish. Exactly, yeah, that's, that's what I was saying. Well, I mean, I mean, it's it, you know, it's you're shooting mechs and everything, but it's uh, binary domains is more Gears of War and it's more slow paced, but there's also more strategy to involved as well. Mm. I definitely say the the because I, I had a, one of my friends who came along. He's a big Gears of War fanboy. He really loves the game. So afterwards, I obviously naturally had to know what was his thinking uh, about the game. He thought the graphics were fantastic, and I have to admit, after being there and seeing the graphics, I don't know how anyone can call them really bad. I can understand if they don't call it like Battlefield, well the PC version, or other high end graphical games but the graphics were quite good in the game uh and he found the the gameplay interesting and he did note and he is a pc gamer so uh, art, uh having difficult artificial artificial intelligence is probably one of his uh perks uh the game had very good ai and on playing through it, i thought yeah this the machines actually don't give up and because they keep coming out towards you and planning their attacks the ai is very good for the game all right um I was going to ask something else. I forgot now. Oh, did... Okay, so did, have they confirmed that it's going to have a online co-op or something? Because I heard it was going to have it when it came... When it was announced. But then, no, like, I, they never talked about it again. Yeah, I mean, I, I did a, I did a ask, but the, the the guy basically gave the, you know, the typical comment of, like, we're, we'll announce it... We'll, we'll be announcing these details in the coming months. I, I recall Negoshi was saying that, you, you know... Uh, He's going. It's going to be a separate mode. It's not going to be the main game because the the one of the major points of the game is the consequence system, and having a friend with you would mean that it, it makes it redundant being it trying to make your allies trust you. So they're going to make a separate mode. But ever since he said that, we haven't heard anything about the co-op. It's weird. Any other games you want to talk about, like Arkham City? Uh, oh, I did see Arkham City. Unfortunately, I didn't wait wait in line for it because then I wouldn't have much time to play everything else. It looked fantastic. I was just spying on people playing it. And some Stalking, some, creeping. Some of them were quite attractive ladies. <coughs> anyway. Sadly, uh, that, the Comic-Con and E3, too, the blinds for that game were ridiculous. 
Yeah, I think the Lions for Arkham City were probably the third biggest after Battlefield and Star Wars Old Republic. Uh, but it looked really good. It looked fantastic what people were playing of it. And it's also one of my most anticipated games. With the games that I played, if I had to like give, say, a top five of games i seen, it'd probably go uh, Binary Domain, uh, Arkham City, um, Super Mario Land. Well, we thought Super Mario Land was better than <coughs> Sonic Generations. Sonic Generations. I'm trying to see if Sonic Generations is fourth or if I played a better game. Because uh, it's like it's it's basically between Sonic Generations and Zelda between four and five. So. So Uncharted. I'll, the was I'll leave it to the listener to make up the fourth and fifth spot there. There's so many good games this fall, it's hard to decide, really. Yeah, I'd have to, you know, I remember a lot of people were saying how gaming was dead, but being at Eurogamer, gaming was very much alive. It did really, it showed a great deal of great games that are coming out. It's, and I, I know, I, gaming is so dead that we're going to get a Mario game, a Sonic game, a good Sonic Zelda game, Zelda game, a Assassin's Creed game, a Call of Duty game, an Uncharted game, all in the same month. Like, yeah, it's pretty much dead. November is yeah. going to have a lot of games. Oh, and Skyrim? Oh, yeah. It's like... Yeah, no, gaming is dead. Oh, don't forget Batman as well. Although, yeah, Batman's coming that month. It's going to be a lot of games. Yeah. yeah, I actually have to wonder why Sega released it. <laughs> Sonic Generation didn't just hold it off for ja- uh, January. Yeah, I don't understand either. Well, then it wouldn't be the 20th anniversary anymore. Oh, that's true. That's true. They should have just released it in June. The game will do good. I mean, there's going to be a lot of parents looking for kid. I mean, games for kids. And hopefully a few of them pick up Johnny Generations on the on their uh, Connect box. Because <laughs> that's what they Definitely. probably bought it for. Definitely. Um, anyway, as, as a closing statement for Eurogamer before we move on, I would say I definitely would go next year because I had a pleasant experience. Also did meet a few people from Sega. Um, Daryl Sudden. Sudden, I think that's his name, uh, who works for Sega. So I have an insider information. Not really, anyway. But yeah, I did meet, I did meet him, and he did show me around. He informed me a few things, like the Sonic Generations build I played was an older build, not the current one. He did have a few glitches, so I, I can see what he means. Um, nothing too bad, like uh, Sonic Heroes had. Uh, some, like, you know... You know when you phase between 3D to 2D? Yeah. I kind, of, I kind of broke that, and I made the the 2D become just 3D. And then I tried to go off course, and then I just Sonic just randomly died. So it was it was that mostly. Uh, but yeah, it was a fantastic event. I really enjoyed it, and uh, hopefully I would go next year. No, it's good then. Uh, okay. So we should go to Yakuza. Let me kind of talk about the title on this. Uh, when we were going to record this, uh, Yakuza Dead Souls hasn't been, wasn't uh, announced, and now it is announced, so we'll just talk about uh, it being announced, I guess, Aki. Yeah, I mean, that that shows how long we've been trying to record this. This game wasn't right. announced, so it was teasing, and now it's been announced. Anyway, as everyone knows, Yakuza Dead Souls. Um, I had the Japanese version. So I've, I've played and completed it. I have to admit, although it's not the best Yakuza game, it's a fun diversion from 
what the series is normally. Uh, sadly, one this one will. Sadly, I'm just gonna say this one will probably get the most uh, most people buying it just because of the zombies. Yeah. I, also, keep in mind the box art is fantastic. I thought it is fantastic. A little that, long, that, but good. Yeah, that that box art is going to get people interested. They'll never have heard of Yakuza. They would just think it's a new series because it just it doesn't say Yakuza. Uh, you know, five or six or seven, and just dead souls. I just think it's a new series and just buy it. I expect. I mean, it depends also if they change the controls around so that it matches Western shooters. Uh, but I expect yeah. The it... uh, ha- have you played the uh, demo f- that was released earlier this year on uh, Japanese PS3? I I played the whole game. Ah, okay, yeah. yeah I didn't I, I care didn't mention... too much for the controls on the uh, demo too. That much. Yeah, the 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 way the developer uh, justified it was because it's not a it's not a game made for Western uh, sorry made for shooter fans. It's a game made for Yakuza fans, so it, it keeps with the controls from the series prior to this. So hopefully they will they will change that. I don't expect changing of the gameplay. Like you know, you, if you if you want to aim, you can't move in your Yakuza Dead Souls or you know. Uh, you know, it going behind the over sh- uh, the shoulder, but I would expect them to change. You know, which button is to shoot. While prior before this, uh, I believe square was to shoot. While now they'd probably change it to R1, and you know, resetting the camera will probably be L2 or whatever it normally is. Uh, they but, might. You never know, though, because uh, we said that about some other games, and Sega has delayed them and changed a lot of stuff, like. Um, Stands of Destruction was a totally almost new game in America. That's true, but didn't was did Sega publish that or was that yeah, someone Sega else? published that. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. you know it came out like it came out before we launched the website like a month before, and mm-hmm. I didn't even know it came out and I, and I actually checked actively Sega News. Mhm. Yeah, so it's kind of weird, but uh. Wait, what do you think of uh, Dead Souls anyway, George? Um. Okay. The controls were weird at first, but then after I got used to them, I kind of got the game. It felt like uh, you had to roll a lot and shoot, and it kind of, it kind of, I saw the danger aspect of the game, and I, and I liked it and enjoyed it. But I disliked how the camera controlled when you were uh, in small areas, which mm-hmm. the demo had a lot of. It was really frustrating because the camera would move, would move when you got too close to the to the to the wall, and then you couldn't see the zombies. Yeah, and it was and yeah, it was pretty frustrating. I think that's going to be the biggest drawback. I think for U.S. reviewers, it's going to be the camera. Yeah, and uh, I think the controls can be changed, obviously, but it also doesn't feel like a top-tier shooter, obviously. Yeah, no, it yeah. feels it, like it def- clunky in the way you aim and everything. Like kind of like um, Resident Evil, I guess I'll I'll compare it to, where the controls work against you. Yeah, no. Oh, you mean the before you uh, Resident Evil Four or? I think I mean, Resident Evil Four is uh, also works against you. Like, I've been playing the new HD one. I should have actually mentioned that I bought that before. Didn't mention it. Um, no, I don't think you did. I bought the Resident Evil Four, and like, it's kind of weird. Like, you, I want to actively aim and walk around shooting zombies, but you can't. And then like when you turn around, yeah, I know. Runs walks really slow, like a tank, and it's like. Really, it's like it's like the controls work against you, and like you have more. I mean, you're dying because the controls are so slow. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, no, I can. I know what you mean. Um, yeah, so definitely. The I think a lot of Japanese shooters have for a while now have tank controls. You know, not as fluid. As but outside outside of the controls, little ass little issues. I thought it was a great game, and I'm gonna be playing that game for sure. Mm. Um, so, uh, Shigs, what do you think of the Dead Souls? Well, <coughs> like I said, I uh, enjoyed the uh, demo version, even though the controllers weren't really for me that much. But um, I'm wondering uh, how much more shallow this this game is compared to res- compared to Yakuza's uh, four and uh, three. Well, uh, having played it, um, it still has all the normal uh, mini games if you'd like uh, there are submissions as well and it does go in the same order as Yakuza 4 although uh, the the gameplay itself because it, it does it does get very repetitive but it's also just uh, so just so good when it goes right like uh, some of the boss battles you, you'll get to play in in it and uh, some of the cutscenes as well. In particular, both... Uh, well, actually, I don't know. Uh, Majima Goda and Kazuma Kiryu, that is a lineup for the ages to play as. And the game has so much over-the-top action that sometimes you, you, you can forget about how repetitive it can get. <laughs> but I, I, can, I can see that as an issue eventually for someone playing. Because I think on my first playthrough... I got, like, in total, because the game keeps a running count of how many zombies you killed, about 29,000 kills altogether. God. <laughs> that's, a lot, that's a lot of zombies I killed there. So, yeah, that, that could say definitely so, dang. be an issue. Yeah, if anybody you, wants to... I'm sorry. If anybody wants to pick up a good zombie game uh, this holiday season, I got the uh, Dead Dead Island, and that one's just fantastic. Yeah, I mean, zombies have become the in thing all of a sudden. I hope uh, become I become a genre now. I think uh, I think dinosaurs should be next. I think killing dinosaurs is way harder than killing the zombie. They should make a Yakuza game of the dead, but with dinosaurs. That'd be awesome. Dude. Uh, dinosaurs, oh, atta- di- dinosaurs, uh, dinosaurs attack Tokyo. <laughs> Come on, man. But anyway, actually, I was gonna say. Uh, I'm having an argument with somebody on the on the Yakuza Dead Souls announcement thing. Apparently, people are still waiting for the series to come to 360. Uh, I think you guys are wasting your guys' time. If you guys have a 360 and you guys want to play Yakuza, this is going to be the third game on exclusive to the platform. Just buy, just get $250 and get a PS3. <laughs> Sega's not going to get the whole franchise and move it just because you want it. All right, just. Yeah, I mean, uh, in I mean, let's be honest. I mean, outside of Japan, the Yakuza series doesn't do very well. So the fact we're actually even getting it, don't forget a port just made for Western fans. The fact that we're just getting it is reason enough. I think we'd say Yakuza. I think Yakuza Five or whatever, because Negoshi did say that he's hope, hoping for a big chain uh, change in the series for the next installment. Maybe they can focus using the binary domain engine that's been used, that can run on the Xbox 360. But I don't think there'll be, all of a sudden, Sega will be thinking, all right, we'll have to make Kenzine 3, 4, and of the end, all available for the Xbox 360. Uh, I just don't think that'll be uh, feasible for them. 
But I do see maybe Yakuza Five, the series going on to the Xbox 360 eventually. I uh, I don't know if I see it eventually. I don't I don't I think we're gonna see it. Cl- I mean, for the Wii U before we see it for the 360. <laughs> yeah, Sega well, Japan and- just doesn't give a shit about 360 at this point, you know. Yeah, uh, and I, I and I kind of have to agree with. I mean, the only reason that 360 was getting Japanese games was because Microsoft was paying for them. <coughs> and uh, that's, that's, now that they don't care about three, uh, Japan, uh, Japanese developers aren't going to care about the 360. And I, I, a lot of Japanese developers have said bad things about the 360, saying like that the publisher was like basically bribed to make video games for it, and their franchises are less popular because of it. Uh, I can well with Yakuza, there is also the interesting thing is Sony of Japan wants Yakuza to stay as a PlayStation exclusive. Uh, and Negoshi did point out that when Yakuza was being made, everyone told Sega to start off except Sony. So it's not necessarily just a loyalty thing, but the fact that Sony wants that series as an exclusive. I mean, with Yakuza 5, if it runs on the engine that Binary Domain's running on, then yeah, they can make it for the Xbox 360. But at the same time, if I mean, if you get, if you're going to get the marketing support from Sony for Yakuza 5, then I could see Sega sticking around with Sony. I mean, for a few. Uh, at best, at best, I'm trying. I'm I'm thinking uh, ninety thousand. That's including Western sales for the Xbox 360. Ninety thousand sales for for to sacrifice a bit of marketing. I don't necessarily think Sega would be interested in that. Mm, that's true. Well, anyway, and plus the three, the PS3 is like two hundred and fifty dollars now. And like I remember when the Wii came out, everybody was like, "I'm gonna buy a Wii. It's it's so cheap." So if you can't afford a PS3 for $250, then I don't know what's wrong with you. Yeah, I'm sorry. I love my PS3 over my 360 by quite a bit. Just, and, you know, 360, I had to go through five of them. You know, they constantly broke down. I'm still on my launch PS3, knock on wood. And it's, you know, been satisfying me for a long time. Free online. I don't have to pay for $60 a year. And I'm going to say this, too. I'm going to say this, too. Sony had probably the best year of exclusives that's it. Ever had? Oh Ever. yeah, this year especially, they're they're kicking uh, 360's ass in exclusives. It's like 360 plus, has Gears of War three, and that's it. They have a few other little ones, but like I don't think that people cared. But they they've got Rise of Nightmare. Yeah, yeah, got... Rise of Nightmares and Forged, and that's about it. I li- I liked after I said Rise of Nightmare, there was a silence for two seconds. Well, well I I, hey, I played that three. I like that game. Unique Connect that doesn't count as a 360 game. <laughs> it might right, be checking out the box art for that Yakuza Dead Soul right now after, under the trailer. That is beautiful. That's just awesome. Mm. I like how they make them look more badass than the zombies because <laughs> well, they are badass. More badass. Yeah, the, sh- the shadow with the zombies in it almost looks like the zombies are running away from them. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that they actually got some uh, graphic artists to make their uh, box because whoever did Part Three was of it's total of shit. Yeah, the the, yeah. the series has become has become a lot better with its box art. Um, on that note, we'll move on to the newest Sonic Generations trailer and Sonic Generations in general. So, new Sonic Generations trailer had Shadow the Hedgehog at the end. Is it all downhill from here? What do you think, Shakes? <laughs> no, no. I mean, we knew about Shadow coming into the game for a long time. He's just a rival. Just like Metal Sonic, it's just one little boss fight, and I think a challenge or whatever, and that's about it. I mean, uh, 
Shadow, you know, huh? Shadow, pretty... So who cares? What does it matter? Shadow, huh? Shadow's pretty cool. He's Speaking of, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and you know leak it out. Silver's gonna be in it too. As a Love, Silver's pretty good. He's a pretty good character. Spoiled game for me. No big the cat. Huh? <laughs> That's all right. Whatever. I'm not gonna cry. No big the cat. No? Not as a rival, anyway. No. Did you see? Did you see Naka's new game? It's a fishing resort game. I think we know why he left Sega. They won't letting him make the big the cat game. It's tragic. <laughs> it would have been a masterpiece. Sega would have been knowing, like, people wouldn't be like, I want to play Shinmu 3. They'd be like, I want to play uh, Big the Cat 2. Speaking of Naka, his uh, game that he was working on for so long, I forget the title of it, it's finished, and the publisher is just sitting on it right now. Because they don't want to release it in winter, that's why. That's a yeah. sub game all the way. No, yeah, I can, yeah it's Sky Radio or something, Skywater Radio or whatever. But yeah, it's it's a shame because Nakas also announced his newest game. It's a game for iOS uh, called Buddy Monster, and you have to raise up a monster. That sounds pretty cool. Is it Bunny? Did you say Bunny Monster? No, no, Buddy, as in Bud. <laughs> okay. It's just like, ah, uh, poor Naka. He's fallen so far since leaving Sega. You know, but... you should see how I should have seen how much he was hanging around uh, E3. Uh... At Sega's booth this year, I think he wants back. <laughs> He's like, "Hey guys, what you guys doing here? You guys need help with the tables? No, I'm just here to help. I'm just here to help, guys. If you guys need any more developers or anything, I'm just saying, I'm right here <laughs> helping you guys with the tables." Uh, okay. Uh, I mean, what about the gameplay, Shik? What did you think? On the gameplay for Alex, solid. Are you talking about the Dreamcast era trailer? Yeah, that's right. Because uh, I've seen the like uh, the whole German preview and that, it looks incredible. I'm really happy for it. Uh, Speed Highway looks uh, pretty much the same on the modern version with the twisting little highway going around cities. Uh, classic, you're actually able to smash into and inside the buildings and go through the stairs and yeah. everything. I was gonna say my problem that I found with with Speed Highway it, it's also an, it's a particular issue with with uh, the Hedgehog engine, uh, and also the the developer ID software had this problem with with Rage, um, is that the Who's fact gonna that Who's going to drive on? Oh, sorry. Uh, is that the fact that uh, the um, I'm trying to think uh, it runs on gl- global illuminating or something, illumination. Um, the fact it runs on that, they 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 can't actually do day night circle uh, cycle so that they'd have to have a static shadow every time and the same lighting sh- source so they can't be changed dramatically because of ha- because of the program they've used uh, and this I mean it showed in speed highway uh, one issue that I noticed was bef- prior to this speed highway had bright blue blue roads but now because of the lighting issues it the, the roads have become a bit duller if you know what I mean, you probably could see it in the trailer. Um, this is this was a slight issue because the color seems to have worn off. The trailer itself was fantastic; it looked great. Don't get me wrong. Um, Speed Highway looked good. Sea Escape also looked good. Even even Sa- Seaside Hill or Ocean Palace, whatever it is, has be- looks quite like a good stage now after so long. Yeah. So overall, the st- the 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 trailer was good. It was just that one particular issue I didn't like. So lack of bright blue blue roads. What about you, George? Lack of bright blue roads. Um, I think uh, that's the biggest. I'm sorry. 
think this game looks worse than Sonic 06, to be honest. <laughs> Let me start off by letting you guys know the truth. The truth. Yeah, man. The lighting's just a little bit off, and it completely sucks. The lighting's <laughs> off. The I, black color oh, and the classic Sonic's eyes are all wrong. This is an What have I done? This is an <laughs> insult to the series. The, the, the start menu isn't right. Shadow the Hedgehog's in it. No Big the Cat? Are you fucking kidding me right now? If you try to drive on Speed Highway, you'll fall right off because it's all twists upside down. Uh, the game looks, I think the game looks incredible. I think the, the art direction is uh, pretty good. Actually, really good. Uh, I, lo- I love the way the hub worlds look. Yeah, I think they did really, really good with uh, working with their graphics engine to make it look really nice with the you know the art style. Um, yeah. Outside of that, I just I always think that the game's a little too fast. I don't know why Sega always wants to appeal to this like Sonic's really really quick aspect, and I I, I don't agree with it. I know a lot of people are going to disagree that I think Sonic games are fast, but not that fast. As they're trying I to think the ones. I think the Definitely. boosting worked fine in solid Sonic Colors. It wasn't too it wasn't too fast. It was just so ridiculously fast. Too, you're out of control. The only problem, well, actually, it's a major problem I have with the boost, is that the whole idea is just to have replaced the spin dash. Now, just drop the boost, put spin dash back on. Is that so hard to ask? I don't, I don't like how Sonic. If you press boost, that even the bad guys go flying all out of the way. So it's like it, it removes a lot of the difficulty from the Sonic games before you'd have to like at least attack the bad guys. Now you don't even have to do that. You just run straight into them. Well, it does add the difficulty of controlling where you're going when you're boosting that fast. I'll say that. That's, and there is I, I, there is kind of spin dash through the, um, whatchamacallit, the no, drift now has a spin dash to it. I know, but it's like, I mean, compare the difficulty you'd have in trying to go through classic Sonic stages without the boost. Now compare it with the boost. Now also, well, you'd also have to think of this. If the, with the amount of boosting he does, they make extremely long levels. Take away the boost, a level, uh, a typical Sonic level, you could split that into two now. Obviously, there'd still be long, long corridors, but you, you get what I'm trying to say. I think the boost isn't yeah. necessarily a good thing in itself. If they just kept with the speed they had in Sonic Adventure 2, I think the series would be... I think they, they could have... They'd have a lot more levels on their hands, and the games would be a lot more enjoyable. Uh, I think the... I don't mind the boost. I think it's not broken. I, I mean, I don't think it's broken in the sense that... I think they give you too much boost, maybe. But yeah. I don't think the boost button makes it less enjoyable. I think the the, da- the spin dash wouldn't work because you have to... It would kind of destroy the flow of the game, I guess. Because, like, you're going to have to stop and then, like, spin dash to go a little bit faster. But, like, you already wasted time to, you know, do it to begin with. I think I thought I always thought Spin Dash was a cool little thing for the 2D games, but I don't think it works in 3D games very well. I think it would work better off just having the gameplay style from Adventure and Adventure 2 back, because I don't think there was anything really wrong with the way that uh, uh, Sonic or Shadow played in that environment. I would say that that is that was well, there were some issues. I'm sure they could fix those issues, but that was more or less uh, the major issue I'd say was you know uh, automated the speed boosters, and when he goes up a loop-de-loop, it, it becomes, like, automated. That was the only real issue, but, like, play Green Hill Zone from Sonic Adventure 2, that was... They were onto something there. That was how they should have designed Sonic Heroes. But they didn't. 
Uh, and it's a bit of a shame because I think that was a missed opportunity to try and make a 3D Sonic game for the ages there. Uh, one, one, one problem I have with Generations, and I hope they... Well, I hope they, um, they, they, they will go back to this. I know that they're not because they're worried that they might ruin the games. But I'd like to have a fully 3D Sonic game again. Yeah, you'll probably never get it. Everybody would complain about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I see. This, the the major issue is is was the quality of the levels themselves. Like, I've seen. I, I until this year, I never saw the levels of Silver the Hedgehog. I saw those levels. I'd expect that from a fan game, not from a professional developer. So I think I think if they had a good level designer, they would have probably one of the best platformers made but unfortunately they don't i think that's the problem i think i think it's kind of like uh it feels like the new mario games actually have good level designers compared to the older ones and Mm. like uh sega somehow fired all their game designers for like people to add boost button uh, boost buttons inside their games Mm. so i don't know it just feels weird okay i have a question for both of you guys yes part of the other problem is that any Go I'm on. sorry, go ahead. Go on, Chigs. Part of the problem is that any time uh, Sega wants to do any changes and try to make it you know, more original or some, all the uh, diehard retro fans start complaining and screaming about it. But Sega had no problem ignoring them since until now, so I don't think they, they should have any problems ignoring them in the future. <laughs> but uh, I was going to say, um, okay, my question is, now that Sonic is finally, I guess, back to their roots... With generations, what do you think? What do you think is to be next for the franchise? Like <coughs> next game, the next major game. Um, uh, I would hope that they split them at least. I mean, I'd like to see like the uh, new adventures of Young Sonic or something, where it's uh, all classic style, but with new levels, you know. And uh, but keep the modern Sonic games going as well. It's it's hard to tell, really. I mean, it's. I mean, you've got the oddball in Sonic Team. They do drastically change from game to game. Then you'd also have to look at it from a sales perspective. Sonic used to be a series that could get 4 million sales without any problem. 5 million. I mean, last generation Sonic Heroes, if you include all sales of every uh, every platform it was on, it was the best-selling platformer, over 6 million. So I think... It's hard to tell which way they take the series. I'd hope they'd go towards more towards the the classic Sonic in design, and by that I mean surrealistic level dis- uh, art directions, and not not focused on realism, not focused on cities like we are at current moment, um, and uh, not focused on a heavy plot line. But will they? It's hard to really tell because I know Zuka would eventually think about changing it around a bit and accommodating other fans. Yeah, if they so. keep, I say if they keep it more like Sonic Colors, so because Sonic Colors has a lot of the elements you've mentioned, uh, that would mm-hmm. actually help for me. For me, anyway, I, I'd, I'd enjoy that. Uh, mm-hmm. I think personally that they're probably going to go back to like an adventure style game, like Sonic Adventure Three. I think mm-hmm. Sega knows there's. Uh, Sonic fans, friends are like retro fans and adventure fans, I guess. And then there's those few that like are sick, perverted, perverted people that love Sonic 06. 
But uh, I think mostly you fired one of them. I can find one of them right now. Anyway, no, you fired. I said you fired. Got oh, rid of him. I didn't, That's I didn't, how much you hated. <laughs> I didn't get rid of him because of his opinion. Okay, I just want to make that clear. <laughs> I, it was because uh, he was too busy to post, I guess. Um. All right, I think that they're probably gonna go back to the adventure series style because let's be honest, how much, how many times can you sell a game of Sonic going retro? I mean, they've been trying to do this for a while. They're finally doing it. I mean. I think you could just sell the it's just Sonic thing so long, and then people are gonna want more. Mm. So I think they're probably gonna do a few friends and like call it Sonic Adventure Three or call it like you know try to like uh, promote it towards the fans of Sonic Adventure series. Maybe they should yeah. do expand the uh, universe a bit and do some games based on Sonic characters and art Sonic and do them like not not at like full console games, but like iOS, you know, smartphone games like a maybe a chaotic detective game where you're solving clues and stuff or mysteries. I would I would like that and it would probably would work if they had smart writing like think like uh Phoenix Wright series. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, and it could work but Sega's not going to do that like I mean they probably think I don't know, they're really picky on how they do their games. The only thing they've done on iOS as far as original for Sonic is Sonic the Sketchhog. And it was pretty. It's pretty basic game. Yeah, it's based off the Cannonball game, but <laughs> it is a nice score chaser. You get, it gets tougher and tougher. You can only play for like th- about three to five minutes before you're dead. But uh, I think they're probably gonna go with the adventure style vi- video game, and I, I, I actually, right now, would miss an adventure style game where you could play like a few friends, like Knuckles. As long as they don't keep, the, as long as they keep the gameplay more uh, Sonic-ish than. Uh, I think the rule with playing as Sonic's friends should be they should play similar to Sonic. Exactly. I mean, with, but with but with uh, extra little powers like Knuckles should be able to run similar to Sonic, not as fast, but have his strength so he can punch walls or or hover, or climb, what have you. Or they can make it like okay, let's say Sonic is a straight kind of like a straight path. You know, you get separate paths, but the a- aspect of the game is going fast and getting to one point to one point, right? Right. And I think the, and then I think that uh, Knuckles could be like you're in an open world, the same level design, kind of the same textures and everything. They just make it yeah. more open, so you'll be uh, able to tackle down. If you have to go uh, to point A, to point B, to point C, to point you know, to a bunch of points around the map, and you have to climb stuff and stuff. I think that would uh, okay. I think that would make it better. All but right. I guess we'll find out in the future, and maybe we should move on to uh. Let me see what's next. Fantasy Star. Yeah, we're kind of rambling two. now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, fan game ideas. Uh, it was moved to 2012. Uh, is that good signs? I'm gonna be honest. I don't think it means anything because I know. I mean, it means they're working on the quality, but I mean, Fantasy Star Universe was delayed a long time. I remember waiting for that game. It was delayed a couple times, and it didn't really help quality in that game. So I just think that the the qual- the game's success is going to be determined by say uh, the higher ups at Sega. Are they going to charge a monthly price? How are I mean are they going to allow the uh, original content to be made like for five years? You know, it all depends on them. Because the problem with Fantasy Star uh, Universe was that it was fun to play for the first month, but then all the content was like. 
basically, you know, there was like no content basically. Well, it depends yeah. on when you it depends on when you played it. If you played it when it first came out, Sonic Team purposely locked content you already paid for on disc and then <laughs> unlocked and then unlocked it every other every month. So people who have such own... bullshit. I yeah, hate all, I hate that. It is bullshit. So they're not yeah. making you they're not giving you new content. They just like close down planets. You can't go to this planet until next month. So they were just basically scamming you for $10 to play content you already had. But then yeah. when that's why I only did it for a month. Then I came back in six months where everything was unlocked. And then I played it, and it only took me about a month to play through everything. And it was like, okay, this game is boring. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, with the... with I can see that after what happened with Square Enix and Final Fantasy fourteen, that they'd, uh, they don't want to repeat the same same cycle but like you pointed out fantasy online was delayed uh fantasy universe sorry was delayed for a while though it could have been even worse if they released it first time you never know uh so at least they're looking to improve the quality and that's what matters at the end yeah well that's what i'm saying it's like if sega higher-ups gave sonic team the power to make monthly updates original content i think that game would have uh been played a long longer than it was like after the first first year that game was dead yeah so if they had a lot of content coming out i think a lot of people would have stayed but i mean it was sega's decision and they didn't do it so you you can't expect sonic team to work out a love for the title you know for free they have family to feed i didn't think it was (laughs) going to come out 2011 anyway i think it was too uh wasn't far enough in advance yet we would have had previews at e3 and stuff if uh it was ready. Well, it's not coming out in America yet, so we don't know. That's okay. Yeah, that's true. I forget that. But go on, Shiggs. What do you think? You, so you don't think it's gonna? You think it's for? I mean, what do you think about the series? I'm sure it's for the better, but as far as it being delayed, I don't care because I don't have a PC that's powerful enough to run it anyway. Unless they put it on on live or something, if that ever comes out in America. That's true. But okay, uh, I mean. Well. Uh, I liked some parts of Universe, but I preferred actually the original better. Right, yeah. Oh, I think uh, everybody preferred it, but I think I think Universe had some uh, fundamental changes that were good for the franchise, like uh, being a ranger or, uh, you know, what are, they, are they rangers, right? The guys that shoot? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The rangers are the ones that shoot. Yeah, well, they were, they were actually okay to play with because... If you ever played a Fantasy Star Online and you played as a ranger, it kind of sucked because the aiming was kind of weird and, like, the camera would move sometimes. And it was kind of hard to just get the aiming down. Like, yeah. it was they didn't allow you to, you know, move the camera in, you know, third person. I don't know. I just think, it, like, that class was improved a lot on, on the universe. But I also oh. think that they did bad stuff, like, take away the timing. You know, the... Yeah. Oh combo. god, that sucks, man. Yeah, because timing's the best was kind of the best part, especially if you were a caster like me with a sword. I just yeah. went nuts with you know the timing. Yeah, as I'm saying, it kind of made you like, I don't know, it made the game a little funner. I mean, it sounds kind of weird to say, but like it made the the missions pass by faster because it, you're focused. It gave it kind of a rhythm aspect that yeah. made it like a mini game in its and own. And the other one, you just walk in, it's just spamming attacks, and that's it. And like, it's kind of lame. Mm. All I right. think that's. Uh... Moving along, oh. so uh, there was a recent interview regarding Super Monkey Ball Vita. Uh, one of the things that they revealed, what well, they revealed at TGS, 
was you can take a photo and make a level out of it. But they also revealed that, uh, you know, this would be in the same sort of challenging levels as Super Monkey Ball uh, 1 and 2 on the Nintendo GameCube. So, George, what, what do you think of the new gimmick and of the of the upgrade in difficulty? I think the difficulty is a good thing for the franchise, something that it's missing. But I think the camera thing, it's a uh, gimmick. Uh, I think mostly, uh, when I first heard it, I was like, that's pretty cool. And then I uh, kept on, and then I saw it and I was like, that looks awesome. Then I was thinking about it. I was like, these these like levels are unplayable basically in the photo. I mean, in the trailer. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they do a banana yeah. chip yeah, thing, and they're like they really look unplayable. Like garbage. Yeah, they look like crap. And it's like, yeah, this is pretty much a gimmick. This is just trying to sell like something. I don't know what the hell. I don't know why Sega does this, but they think that to bring Super Monkey Ball to a new console, they need some gimmick to sell it. It's yeah. like the Wii had the oh you can play with the Wii Mote uh the the Apple one had like you could uh, move the that your iPhone and it moves the character. The uh, Step and Roll had the stupid Wii board add-on. The well, for, to 3DS, be honest, for iPhone though, I think it works. You, well, I'm saying, but it, they all have like little gimmick censored around the marketing. Yeah. The th- uh, well, obviously the 3DS one was 3D, I guess. And then they had uh, now they have the Vita one. They're using the camera gimmick. It's like. Just give me a fucking monkey ball game that's fucking fun. I don't give a fuck about this shit. <laughs> yeah, really. Like, they haven't made a good... Uh, they haven't, I mean, the best one's still part two, so it's like, you guys are just fucking up, like... No, definitely. Uh, I think what they said that with the camera, you can take a photo. If you don't shake the screen, it's a norm, It's not an, it's a, it's an easy level that you make. If you shake the screen, uh, the more you shake the screen, the harder the level it becomes. But, uh, I mean, I, all I saw was, you know, just a bunch of holes appearing out of nowhere. So it looked like a Swiss cheese uh, Swiss cheese level. But uh, overall, what I've heard so far, it seems like it will be a good Super Monkey Ball game. But the photo wouldn't, like, really make the game too, you know, too appealing. At the end, it de- for me, I know a lot of people, or some say, you know, the mini game was the main thing. For me, it was actually the actual game and monkey ball used to have challenging and fantastic puzzles i hope that those return i mean it's hard to tell if they will sega haven't showed much from what i saw in the trailer it did seem like it was the, the original spirit of the series was returning and they come back to the old school difficulty you could find in the game um I could, but that's all i have to say what what, what about you shakes what do you think I could take a picture of my dick and it would be the shortest level ever. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. Although you know, if I did the longest level ever, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I think, you, I think you're trying to say you have a big dick, Naki. I want you to send uh, me. Saying, uh, I want you, a picture you of you now. Say that you, your level. My level. My level would when be. When uh, Super Monkey Ball beat against release, yeah, I'll send you. Go on. Chigs, I would. The best thing you could do maybe is make a really to take a picture of a really complex object to try to get a level out of. But otherwise, this sounds like really cheesy idea for a level. You couldn't get a good level out of this at all. I, th- I think it's just uh, monkey ball developers trying to make a. Oh, you can make your own levels and share them like Little Big Planet, but half-assing it. Yeah. So I mean, who cares? I mean, I, even if the feature sucks dick. 
if the main game and the mini games are all like you know really good, then I'm gonna be excited for it. Okay, that wrap up for that. I think yeah, it's wrapped not, up for that. More we can. Anyway, next one, the one of the big ones. They haven't officially announced it, but the song did give away. It's Daytona. Let's go away. Let's go away. Daytona. Daytona. Well, let's be honest. This thing's coming. It's, uh, apparently, it's already been confirmed for October 22nd on PSN. No, t- 25th. 25th. All right, 25th. That's uh, we, haven't even po- we haven't even posted that. We should actually post that after the podcast we recorded this. But um, right. I, yeah, I did not hear about that. I mean... Uh, speaking of oh. news, they already put out Space Channel 5 2 and, uh, La- and the yeah. Sega Bass Fishing yesterday, yesterday. on PSD. Yesterday. And today yeah, on live, say, for sure. It, it, they haven't announced it, but it was a PlayStation Network thing saying, you know, the Se- unannounced Sega game is being released on this day. Uh, and Sega must be fairly confident a lot of people will just buy the game because they, they're just going to announce it out of the blue and just release it. Is this well, download game? month for Sega or something. They got Guardian Heroes, Space Channel 5, and uh, Sega Bass Fishing, and now Daytona. It's, it's insane. Yeah, and at, at the end of the month, they're just going to come out of the, the bushes and say, here's Sonic 4 Episode 2 as well. <laughs> hey, guys. You guys want some Sonic 4, uh, Sonic 4 again? I know you guys fucking love that shit. That's what they're going to say in the press release. Hmm. Aki, so what do you think? Daytona? Daytona is going to be, I think, bad. <laughs> Fantastic. I know not everyone likes the game. I don't know why. That's um, unbelievable. But it will be glorious. I just hope they keep that track in because I know you know EA has the license. But I think if they if they use, I think that, that hopefully it's going to be called Daytona and not something else like Sega Classic. I'm pretty Racing. sure it's going to be called Daytona. That's for the cop. That's where they cop- copyrighted. Oh, that's great if they did. Um, but yeah, yeah, it looks. Fantastic. Man, I I actually looked up uh, a while back. I remember I looked up uh, the license for uh, Daytona. And, I mean, not Daytona, but uh, NASCAR. And I'm pretty sure, this is back in the olden days when I used to be like, uh, oh, hurry up, Sega, bring me this game now, or I'm not going to buy any games ever. You know, Mm -hmm. that asshole kid. Uh, Yeah. I looked up the EA sport, you know, EA Sports, you know, license holding, and they said like it was, they weren't supposed to have NASCARs like in 2009. I think it was like 2010 or 2011. They like it's like not exclusive or something. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to read it right now. Give me a sec. You guys could talk about the game. Yeah, no, I have a lot of fond memories for Daytona. I I am looking forward to it coming out. It. Yeah, I mean, I mean, as long as there's no you know, ground-breaking glitches, uh, fra- massive frame rate drops, you know, broken internet connection, that sort of stuff. As long as none of that is there, and well, obviously if there is online multiplayer, that is a must. As long as all that is there, I can see Daytona being one of the best-selling games on PSN, Xbox Live Arcade. Not the best-selling, but one of the best. Certainly, I think it will become... I know I'm going on a, on a bit of a... I mean, I'm putting myself out there. I think it would be much better selling than Sonic the Hedgehog 4. We'll see. Actually. I don't we'll see. That. I think Sonic is a too keep, big of keep a in mi- Keep in mind, Shiggs, whilst you say, ah, not about that, Daytona is the most successful arcade game ever made. It's true. Units-wise. Unit wise. And I th- a lot of people have fond memories. 
And Sonic the Hedgehog 4, despite being coming from such a big brand, uh, it only has so far only sold a million. And there are a lot of PSN Xbox Live Arcade games that have sold much, much, much more than a million. I, th- I think it's. Uh, I thought I heard sold over two million. No, no. Uh, Mike Hayes basically confirmed in an interview it sold over a million. <coughs> I think Renegade Ops is going to do really well as well. That one's got a lot of good word of mouth. No, definitely. I think Renegade Ops has it, but I think Daytona. A lot of people just have fond memories of that game. I, I mean, I remember it, but not only just myself. My brothers, who are, are 28, 31, and 35, all re- remember Outrun and Daytona. Those were the two games that everyone remembers. Uh, I definitely just think that uh, Daytona will, will, as long as it can tap into the nostalgia a lot of people have for it, and as I said, as, as long as good game itself, a faithful port, I can see it becoming one of the best selling on the service. And I gotta add, it, it will most likely be called Daytona because I googled the exclusively the exclusive deal, and it says that uh, they they bought the license for six years since 2002 so that would mean that it's already over and Gran Turismo 5 had a NASCAR license in it so mm. I guess maybe Sega was just too lazy to renew their license for a Sega Arcade Classic or whatever it's called yeah I think maybe they were just testing the water seeing how many people would you know remember oh it's Daytona I do think that if if this is a is a is a huge hit, which it can be, if it is a huge hit that Daytona in the arcades will probably get an upgrade and they will drop the name Sega Classic Racing and just call it Daytona if they've got the license again. Because I think a lot of people just love that. Yeah, I think it sells on name alone. Uh, mm. I remember the first time I played Daytona was when I, I had a Saturn for a while and. Uh, mm-hmm. I traded a bunch of stuff. Uh, I, I traded a, a bunch of 64 games for a bunch of Saturn games because I didn't like the 64 at the time, so I was I sold it. Yeah. Um. And uh, they gave me a bunch of games, and one of them was Daytona, and it was like a racing game, and I, I I hate racing games usually, so I was like, I'm not gonna play that game. And one day I decided to like uh you know pop it in and play it, so I started playing it, and I'm like trying to get good at it, and then like this that ridiculous Daytona song comes on and I couldn't help but sing along to it. I was just like, this is so ridiculous. And, uh, uh yeah, I, I techno, techno Mitsuyoshi is probably one of the best when it comes to singing in English. It's, it's just so fantastic how he sings. Yeah, it's a fantastic game. Blue skies. It's like NASCAR, like blue, blue skies. It's like a uh, NASCAR with like, like good, like what you really want NASCAR to be like, <laughs> like super fast drifting everywhere, and you know arcade style gameplay instead of like slow, boring, you know, fe- you know, lining up b- behind each other, yeah. driving slow and doing turns. No, definitely, yeah, uh, but yeah, it's so many good memories from Daytona. Can't wait for that. It's really funny because I mean, uh, before the podcast happened, we were discussing. When was the last time Sega did a bad announcement? It's just been good announcement after good announcement after good announcement. And the mainstream feels, media still thinks it's a fucking horrible company. Yeah, I mean, it, it feels like the the end of the world is coming, guys. No bad Sega announcements. Oh, don't so, worry, they'll, they'll they'll think of something. Yeah, Shadow the Hedgehog 2 will now be announced tomorrow. 
Hopefully. It'll be all my fault. And the game's actually good? That'd be weird. <laughs> that would be really weird. Uh, um, we can move on to... Moving uh, along. Uh, so, um, another slightly off-topic, but it's still linked to Sega. The, uh, the Project Draco for uh, Kinect... Uh, how does how do, how do you both feel about everyone's calling this a Panzer Dragoon sequel? And you, do you think that pe- others are profiting from Sega from the name of Sega's IP? What, what do you think? Wait, wait. Actually, let me let me let me rephrase that. There's two games that kind of do this. It's Project Draco, and it's also that uh, Ch- Children of Eden. Child like, of Eden. I was going to bring that up as well. Yeah, like both of those games have like a Sega connection to another IP, and they're mm-hmm. both getting marketed as like. Or you know, to the fans of Sega, as this is the spiritual successor of the game you love. Yeah. So I mean, how do you feel about that, Shigs? Well, I mean, they are do- if they're done by the same developers and everything, and they have similarities to those old properties. I don't see why not. So, so you're okay with uh, Ubisoft talking like, yeah, man, check this Sega game out, guys. <laughs> Kinda. I mean, um, I mean, if it's the same Panzer Dragoon guys and it plays kind of like Panzer Dragoon, then I don't see why they can call it a spiritual successor, even if it's not a direct sequel. I don't have a problem with it. What about you, George? I do. I think we should fucking murder all these fucking companies. All their CEOs. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how, how's wrong with you? Panzer Dragoon is a beautiful game. Don't fucking, don't have to muck it up with your Connect, okay? Don't try to sell me your crap. I'm pissed. I'm joking. Uh, it's actually kind of funny that they're both coming out and they're both Res and Panzer Dragoon are kind of the same, like in the aspect that they're both real shooters, kind of. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're both both games are really high. I guess I'm trying to say they're both kind of highly uh, regarded. Well, no, they're both highly promoting Connect. All right. Is well, it kind of say, odd I, that? Like, I, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Both are Sega spiritual uh, sequels, uh, spiritual sequels to Sega games. Both are made by the former designers that were once at Sega. That's both true. are pushing the Kinect, and both will bomb very badly. Well, one already has. Actually, yeah, it did yeah. pretty bad. But let's be honest: who expected it to sell a hundred? Uh, I mean, a million units? Uh, Nobody. No, I think no one. But maybe, maybe Ubisoft did. But uh, yeah. yeah, PS3. Yeah, let me check. Child of Eden. No, it didn't do that well. Rise of Nightmare is doing better than Child of Eden. No, it's not. Wait. Yeah, probably. Never mind, yeah. It's 40 bucks? I'm actually looking for the price of that game. 40 bucks. Mm. Anyway, I might get it actually. Definitely. But, uh... Yeah, fuck you, Ubisoft. You're not getting my money. I'm going to buy it this weekend, actually. So, you're probably going to get my money. It's interesting. Though. <laughs> I mean, game, game. Well, create any creative medium. You know, they, the. I mean, out outside of the fans of those and the ones who participate in it, um, you know, most people would. Uh, you know, it, it's kind of strange because we talk about developers like Creative Assembly and Sports Interactive. They're owned by Sega now, and I consider them a Sega developer. Uh, I know most people don't. They're like, no, they're not. They're not. They're not Japanese, and Sega never founded them, so they're not. But that's not beside. That's besides my point. It, you know, they're not. Cons- they they are now closer to Sega than 
these two games, but these two games that we were discussing would be considered closer to to Sega. Don't you kind of find that sort of strange? Yeah, it's. Uh, I I don't mind the the developer you know doing their own thing. It's just like I still think the Prince of Dragoon has better art style. I know a lot of people are like, "What are you talking about? It's the same art style." If you look at the graphics, and like the graphics of it, it reminds me more of like Blue Dragon, I guess. In the way no, it yeah, looks. I, can, I can see that. I I mean, it does in many regards look like Panzer Dragoon, but there are certain issues that you know it, the the level. The, the levels themselves they don't look like the art was drawn by some by the Panzer Dragoon team it seems like a slightly different slightly different team like you said yeah maybe closer to Blue Dragon than actually Panzer Dragoon itself yeah but I still think that the developers are uh, know what they're doing I think the game's gonna fucking I think the game's gonna do badly mm-hmm. because uh, it's kind of limiting its fan base like they're they're aiming for the hardcore consumer that Loved Panzer Dragoon, yet they're tra- they're making them buy an add-on that they probably won't want to buy. It's also for Xbox Live Arcade. Yeah, and then it's like an Xbox Live Arcade, not even a retail title. I mean, I'm actually surprised that Child of Eden even got a retail title. It was announced as a PSN and Xbox Live Arcade, and then they changed their mind after a while. Like everybody got happy about it, and they're like, "Yeah, that was actually a mistake. never mind, guys. It's coming out on disc for fifty dollars, sixty bucks." I've heard a lot of good things though about the PS3 version. Um, they said they put a, added 3D to it, and they said the 3D effects actually really pop out at you, the lighting effects, and they say it's incredible. It's funny because uh, IGN gave it a two-point lower score on the PS3. I don't know why. I think it was just <laughs> different reviewers. Like the new guy didn't like it that much. Mm. Yeah, it could be just a taste thing. Which kind of makes me mad. If you're going to be doing a, a different platform, you should make the guy that did the first one, so you could get a you know. A good aspect if you know the new platform version isn't as good. Yeah, no, definitely, I can see that. Uh, you want to do um, a TGS recap, or you want to talk about uh, Res and Dragon uh, Dragoons? And... I think we should. We probably should move on to Tokyo Game Show because I think we've, we've gone over the hour mark quite easily so far. So we're gonna have to like hurry up and do this quickly. Um, so Tokyo Game Show recap. I'll say it quite quickly. I don't know which one. I forgot the news, so you could tell. You could give me some. Yeah, don't worry about time. We're at the okay. uh, Tokyo Game Show recap. Okay, um, so let's go. Quickly, Binary Domain got a bunch of new trailers. One trailer featured pregnant women, no, pregnant robots that were giving birth to humans. Also, had a robot tiger, from what I could see. Also, so- there was, like, old people who looked like robots and that sort of stuff. Moving along, there was a... the Pi- old people robots. <laughs> the Pio Pio Pop. Uh, uh, thing had a lot of girls screaming Sigai! and little young girls being dramatically annoying and it did my head in also continuing we had I'm trying to think Fantasy Star Online 2 had a new level revealed which had robots running all no aliens running all over the place in a city that was burnt out and destroyed and um, Saki or whatever the developer uh, producer's name is he was toying around with like the, the character customization thing and juggling the, the character's breasts and all that and it looked quite awkward because he made like really little girls and then made really muscular girls and then made you know normal woman and then yeah like okay he spent a bit too long on that quite extensive was quite good character customization sega also showed the best game at the event which is quite ironic since it wasn't their own which was battlefield 3 um 
They also are. Oh, I'm trying to remember now. I'm, I, my brain's my brain's slowing down. Oh yeah, Super Monkey Ball Vita was announced. We've already discussed that. Uh, what, what what else Had, was uh, there? There was a new Project Diva game. Oh yes, Project Diva announced for um, the 3DS. Uh, speaking on that, uh, apparently Project Diva is coming to the Vita, but that's only through work listing, so it's not officially confirmed yet. Um, so on on that on the other regard was there was they showed a three or four minute trailer for uh, Rhythm Thief R Emperor Napoleon's Secret Treasure. It looked quite good. Uh, music looks quite, uh, music sounds very good. Had a lot of anime cutscenes, and I'm not really that much of a fan of that sort of stuff. But it was there. I'm sure people enjoyed it. Uh, moving along, uh, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, Renegade Ops got some really snazzy-looking Japanese trailers. Oh, they actually, they were quite quite good how they how they came up. Uh, also coming, there was Seventh Dragon 2020 was shown. PSP looking like a good game. Still not a fan of the art style, but still looks like a good game. Kingdom still Conquest be one shown. that won't come out here. <laughs> yeah, another one that won't come out. Yeah. A, a few, a new Max uh, Anarchy Reigns trailer was shown. You know. Focusing a bit more on the storyline, it, it started off as wacky, you know, it started off as serious, then got wacky, and then got serious again. I don't really like the looks of it. I'm not sure I will enjoy this game. Also, they showed was, um, also at the event was Shinobi 3DS and Virtual Tennis 4, although they didn't show much about it. We've seen various stuff about it. And the other thing they showed at the event was Black Panther 2, only cutscenes, no gameplay, or at least as far as I'm aware, no gameplay features were shown to the public. And it was on PSP, not. Vita. Yeah, and it was on PSP and not Vita. Sega so had a bunch of EA games because obviously they had the the special event with uh, the special uh, link with E Electronic Arts, as well as all that. Sega ended the 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 whole event with some very bad music from that Cash Cash shit singer. Uh, his oh voice my was god, <laughs> he couldn't sing worth a damn the whole thing. Like, the oh, only yes. one he did okay on was uh, It Doesn't Matter, the uh, more upbeat Sonic Adventure 2 version. But when yeah. he tried to do like uh, Escape from the City and he had to do the high notes, he couldn't do it. It sounded horrible. I, th- I think he also got the names wrong and the lyrics kind of got muddled up along the way, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They did, yeah. And that more or less covers Sega's Tokyo Game Show 2011. Do I get a reward for remembering all that? You get a cookie. Where is my cookie? cookie. I'll mail it to you. I'll mail it to you. Double stick. All right. Mail it to me. Okay, that's that's fine. Mail me some of the extra stuff if you know what I mean. Are these a sexual... You're, are you making me sexual comments towards me right now? <laughs> I, uh, do you want me to for giving me the cookie? I don't know. I'm just getting really gay now. All right, okay. I'll sell you some. I'll give you some of the extra stuff good, sexually. Good. Um, I mean, should we discuss take your game show stuff? Or I mean, we've more or less discussed everything. Yeah, we already else. discussed it. I was just gonna say, uh, thank you for the uh community members for showing up to the TGS Talkathon. It was a, yeah. uh, it was so it was kind of weird, but. Yeah, it was it was great because for once, I mean, I never heard Kogan. <laughs> name's Kogan. Well, I call him Kogan now from now on. I never heard Kogan's voice. I mean, he didn't directly talk to me until today, until that day. So that's really something. I appreciate that, Kogan. Also, we had Fluffy on there, and no one knew it was Fluffy. I was kind of thinking it's it 
I think he's a member there, but he, I mean, he knows us too well not to be a member. Yeah. So I was, I was kind of thinking that could be someone that we once once posted there, and Fluffy there was did. Some... Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, there was some really nerdy guy who kept interrupting everybody, <laughs> wanting to change the subject, and I'm wondering oh, if chaos, that was chaos him. master. Chaos master, don't don't diss the chaos master. Uh, yeah, but he he did do a lot of that, and he always did did uh, you know he did interrupt, but he was a good kid. Also, I'd like to shout out to let's see who else was there. Uh, Cosmic Castaway, Spencer, <coughs> Sega is my savior. We had uh, Reg, no. we had we had Erica and Emma, our two female uh, members. Yeah, They're only once we feel so lonely. Um, Sega Uranus. Otter, who returned just for that one event and then disappeared. Uh, there was uh, another guy there. I'm trying to remember. Uh, I think I've co- come Cosmic up with Castaway, all of them. There was Cosmic Castaway. There was uh, Tail, uh, the Tails fan guy. I forgot his name now. Uh, I think Shady even came on for a while. Um, yeah, Shady did come on for Fluffy, a while. Fluffy, <laughs> uh, what's his name? Spencer? What's his uh, Tara. Tara. Yeah. Uh, there's a few other people, I just can't remember now. But Yeah, I can't, but there was a lot of people, and we love you for coming. I mean, it was great that we all watched Binary Domain, and then we went on to watching young little schoolgirls play Puyo Pop. That was this such is, a... Danis was having a great time. But, oh. uh, <laughs> uh... Yeah, but the whole the whole thing with Sega, though, is once they started pretty much repeating their, their, their stuff, like with the Binary Domain, the big pretty much giving us the exact same show from the day before I stopped, I stopped tuning uh, in. If, if I had to say one thing that they could change is that, you know, every day that they, I mean, they can show the same game again, but just show a different section or like different areas you can explore all that. Just don't, don't throw it all out on the first day. And they, they really could have done that. Overall though, it was fantastic. I think they, they did sort of drop the ball by not showing stuff like Sonic CD or Virtual Fighter 5 Final Showdown, you know, their online or games. Or Bayonetta 2. <laughs> every Sega topic now has that reference. Where is Bayonetta 2? But, yeah, overall... Maybe, uh, maybe the Supersonic Zone was wrong and they lied to you guys. Oh, I don't listen to TSS said news. I'm too basically, cool. Just they basically just got the ta- the the leaks from Storm that they posted like three months ago in our forums, and mm. they started putting it as exclusive news. So that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah really. Was... Plus, they're the ones that keep saying oh, exclusively that the uh, homing attack is in Classic Sonic when all we saw was a slight glitch in one video, and it, it has never been shown on the on the floor to have a homing attack at all. Maybe maybe uh, maybe the. The editor for that website will uh, start changing their articles now and say that it's a rumor. I've noticed they post stuff as like fact, and then like later on when it doesn't come true, they post it as they change it as a rumor. It's like all right. I I I'm calling recall, them out. I don't care. I do recall not not only that. I mean VG charts. A lot of people mistakenly use them. I don't know why, but they do. And they once <laughs> once official numbers have been released. They 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 changed their data a lot. There was um, there was um, there was. I'm trying to recall. There was Mario and Sonic at the Olympics games. They overshot that game so that when Sega announced how much it sold, 
um, they 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 undertracked it by over a million units. More or less, Sega said, you know, the game has sold uh, over six million units at some point. They had it as five million units. I had discussions. Someone was saying, well, you know, it, it's five million sold to the consumer, but I'm saying one million is a giant amount of unsold copies and i just don't see how sega would sell six million and have one million you know not sold so and they also have uh, overrated how much valkyria chronicles have sold that game the playstation 3 sales are i mean i hope and and the npd doesn't take it down because i'm, I'm releasing official numbers but screw them it's closer to four of one thousand one hundred forty five thousand while i think vg charts have it around half around uh, I think it's over half a million in the United States of America they've got ads, but it, it's a it's a fairly inflated figure. It's not real. So I mean, they they changed their numbers after the official numbers are known. Now they've corrected the Mario and Sonic numbers, and if they had the official Valkyrie Chronicles numbers, they would correct their 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 data on that as well. So VG numbers are are fake. Most of the time, yes, they're fake. I mean, yeah, I already knew that, so I mean, I was already gonna. I never. Yeah, kind the... of, uh, kind of kills that article about uh, <laughs> what what uh, you know, Nintendo games sold over a million or something if they're based off of G- VG charts. Are they based on G- VG charts? I thought they Which were. One? Let me check. I what, thought it, it's not based on VG charts. They were posted on uh, Nintendo Power. Oh, they were posted on Nintendo Power. Okay, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what it's I based said. on Nintendo Power. They, they, they use official um, NPD numbers. Yeah, I wasn't going to post it if it was uh, NGG, NGG, whatever charts, whatever they're called. VG charts yeah. with a Z. Uh, yeah, that's professional. Yeah, I wouldn't use those. Uh, I think they're bullshit, and I, I don't like people that use them. Most of the articles they write are just flame, uh, you know, fanboy flame you know flaming articles i mean sure i think my my article sounds pretty uh mean to sonic colors but like i kind of assumed it wasn't going to sell a million in in america anyway well that's just covering america though that doesn't cover exactly. europe or uh, japan I'm or anything sure the game sold over two million units in probably europe by itself anyway um, yeah they did announce that uh, for the full year in 2010 which ended in march uh, sorry 2011 which ended this march it's sold 2.35 million. Yeah, I'm, the game's doing great. I mean, it's going to probably sell way more than Sonic Generations on both platforms. So, I don't think Sega should be that worried. And, and Sonic Colors probably has a lower budget than Sonic Generations. I'd, I'd also like to point out that it's one of the few titles of the series that have held up to its original price for the longest time. When was the last time they, they had something like that? That's true. Um, let's see what else. That's it, I think. Anything you guys want to talk about in the end of the podcast? All right. Uh, this week, if you're picking up Sonic 229, the end of the Genesis saga, go to the end of the comic. Uh, you'll see a, a, a little fan funnies there. I wrote that one. Oh, really? Yeah, so um, I got my writing material in a Sonic comic. That's pretty uh, cool. But you got it into the Archie comic, so now you are tainted forever. <laughs> oh man! Now, uh, Shigs actually runs a a comic, Sonic comic site, I guess. 
Yeah, but that, that hasn't been uh, had anything happen with it for a while this year because uh, we, we lost most of our artists. You're supposed to drop the URL in the podcast. You're supposed to be like, oh yeah, go to oh yeah, Emerald uh, Emerald Coast Comics dot uh, net. Yeah. Oh, okay. When Drew said that, I was thinking, I was thinking you were talking about the European one. And I'm like, oh, he does that one. No, 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 he does not. No, no I'm in the Archie fans. Comics Sonic two twenty nine. Uh, the very end in the fan funnies. There you go. <laughs> is that is that one you guys drew by yourselves or is it a? Uh, no, it's this girl named Scribbles did the art for it. All right. Uh, or so, her full name is Gwen. Uh, forget the last name. Well, there you go. He's a. Uh, you read the story. If you guys get the comic. Um, do those things sell a lot? The comics they've been going around for a while. Yeah, they're actually the highest selling of the Archie, uh, regular Archie comics right now. Not, not the uh, digests and that, that they sell at the newsstands, because they'll sell a lot more units because they're everywhere. But yeah. as far as the ones off the comic shelves, yeah, they sell better than Archie and Jughead and the rest. That's pretty impressive. Yep. Well, there you go then. Uh, and that's I think it, right? That wraps, yeah, that about wraps up for this show, I guess. Uh, we'll so, see you guys next week when we talk about. I don't know what we're gonna talk about next week. Whenever, whatever comes up. No, I, I, at the rate Sega are going with their announcement, we'll have plenty of news by next week. That's true. We'll probably talk about some House of the Dead and Halloween stuff. Yeah, that's. Oh uh, yeah, there's House of the Dead coming out soon. Oh, Aliens Infestation for the DS did come out recently as well. Yeah, it comes out the 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 eleventh year. Oh right, it came out a while ago. It came out the fourth year. No, not the fourth. Um, last week sometime. Yeah, well, yeah, we're getting the later, so I'll probably do a review for it. I have a DS still, so might as well use it. Might as well. All right. Then. All right. See you guys the next week. Bye bye. Bye bye.